That's from the X-Men cartoon, by the way. It came out... What is it? 90... Circa 1991. I was going to say 93. I knew it went on for five years. Pretty sure 91. 91. That's... Uh, you know that's important? Because uh, it was a good foot... It was a good foothold into that universe. It was. The whole Marvel year. Like, if you didn't know Jack Ola about anything Marvel, X-Men, or whatever, it kind of... Brought into the world? Yeah, and it it's probably... It's, it was good for the common man. Like, I don't know anything about comics or Marvel per se, but I'm interested. Well, for me, it was good growing up because I didn't have access to a lot of the comic books. Exactly. Exactly. So. And it, it's probably, I'm going to go ahead and say, one of the best representations of that universe By far. outside of comic books. Like, it's better than a lot of the movie stuff. It's been a lot of better than any of the renditions. Like, what is it? X-Men Evolution. X-Men Evolution was terrible. Yeah, Wolverine and the X-Men, which was just... Yeah, the X-Men just, Evolution Part 2 was terrible. They're just bad. And I can't really speak on the new, like... Um, like G4 one? Yeah, the G4 Japanimation ones. But I couldn't sit through the dubbing. It's not going to... Well, I mean, but it's not going to try to do... It's going for something different than an yeah, introduction to the world. Because that's the problem now. They don't try to... They're not using it to bring in readers. They're just using it to expand on ideas or mm. just kind of show you their take on these storylines. Yeah. yeah, they're assuming you're already familiar with the the, the brand base like like X-Men myth- yeah. mythos if you Yeah, will. exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's what's from it's um cuz I always remember when I saw it on television that theme song was just kind of uncanny if you will. It really stuck out. It's yeah, a good, it's a good was, theme song. It was cool. I mean, you know, there's always the Batman the animated that can't that's just more wow. But uh, this yeah. one was cool. This one was... The, when I think of X-Men, I think of that song sometimes. <laughs> and I think of the X-Men arcade five-player game. Uh, yeah. Just that whole little remix song. That I don't know. Those are... I think X-Men jams. Those are the two I think of. It's a good jam. Sweet jams. <laughs> Preserved. And <laughs> Okay. Other than that, um, what's been going on? Well, game feel. Game Fuel. You know, speaking of Game Fuel, if you don't know what that is, it's uh, Mountain Dew every once in a while likes to prove <sighs> that it's, yeah, nerd juice in a bottle. <laughs> nerd juice. Take that, that how you want gross. it. Yeah. It looks gross. I don't think it looks uh, Well, I will say the green stuff, I don't know what it's called. It should just be called antifreeze. That looks gross. The citrus cherry blast is the best. Is the best. It's the original Game Fuel. <clears throat> Hands down. Um, Better than original Mountain Dew. I'm just going to say. Wow. I don't even care if anyone disagrees because fuck them. Wow. Clearly they've never had Game Fuel. Hey, man, you got your opinion. You write it. You write it until they stop making it. Again. That's what I understand. Wasn't it the same flavors when they had the Halo one? Halo was the original just Citrus Blast. What about World of Warcraft? World of Warcraft was Citrus Blast and some blue crap that blue no crap. one liked. Didn't make the cut, right? No. But Citrus no Blast is always the pinnacle, it's right? It's always pinnacle. Yeah, it's the one that's carried through the now for three Three generations of uh, game fuel. Well, why doesn't someone at Pepsi just make this shit 24-7? Because they decided to brand it with game fuel, which is really stupid. Dude, but ga- gaming is hot year-round, son. Yeah, you think they'd just be able to, I don't know, tie into any video game company that would love to have their crap advertised on the bottle for six months, and exactly. then you just move on to the next game. Like, yeah. Well, Barbie's got a horse racing game. Let's get it on game fuel. It, I mean, if anything, you could always just go Madden. Madden comes out and just be like, oh, we're doing the Madden year this year. We had nothing. We just put Madden on it. Yeah, you don't really want to deal with EA, though. Eventually, you're going to have to. You can't just always do Activision and Microsoft. I think you can. Prove. I think they can. Well, they did yeah, a little Activision. So yeah, well, Activision Blizzard. twice, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I won't touch the shit, but uh, it looks good, I guess, for pure syrup. And I like it. Yeah, well, then, whatever we helps you get your game on, dog. I don't even need to drink this without playing oh, video games. Oh, just not even. It's oh, so good. And there is a lot of games out, so it's kind of... That's true. I mean, well, we Modern Warfare 3 came out. Right. The playing game that. that it's uh, tied into. Playing that, playing Gears 3. I mean, Skyrim's yeah. coming out. I got Saints. Batman I'm still sitting on. Yeah, bad, dude, I, Saints, I would like to play Saints, too. I really so. want to play that. The third. Um, so it's really kind of 
it's just got into my comic book reading. I mean, my schedule's kind of whack as it is, but, man, when the downtime is down, it's usually um, shooting stuff. Yeah, especially this week. Yeah, of course. I mean, if you're not... If you're not familiar, Modern Warfare is a game that just won't go away. No, uh, but it's, it's never going to go away. It's fun. It's pretty easy. I mean, I had a good time with it, but it's storyline. I'm glad it's. I've only there. done the multiplayer so far, and the I haven't really taken the time to sit down and trudge through the story. I just slap it on veteran and rock it out, and it's relevant because there was a comic book about it. Oh yeah, I think it was just Ghost though. I think they just covered Ghost. Just, yeah, and it was Wildstorm. Yeah, For... it, was, it was David Lampham though. Was it? Yeah, that's the only reason I got a hold of it. Mm. It wasn't very good, though. Yeah, he doesn't do good on licensed products. It, it felt like, like they were just like, hey, do this story. And he was like, okay, I guess. I'm sure he does it because those are great paychecks. But Oh, yeah. I mean, it's nothing like his creator-owned stuff or even... Darius' like his Avatar uh, stuff. Yeah, his Avatar stuff. Room. He's had some good stuff at Marvel, though. Not a lot. Not that Deadpool Max. No. Nothing, nothing Deadpool's good, though. Yeah, I, I think I got to issue eight, nine, and uh, yeah, I, I trudged through it. It was tough. I'm surprised it made it that far. I think it did. I think it, I think it's still going. I don't know if he's on it though. Yeah, I think it is. I think it has a new issue with um, like Deadpool fighting some Hydra guy. Mm. If I'm not mistaken. I could just be the normal Deadpool, but I'm pretty sure it just had a new issue drop like last week or this week. I couldn't get into it. I wanted to, but I just. If you want good David Lamp on that Marvel, read his. Marvel Knights Spider-Man with great responsibility. Oh, really? It's his take on Spider-Man's origin tale. Wow. So good. It's so different. He um, he makes... He really keeps Spider-Man wrestling more. Mm-hmm. And, like, he kind of gets this, like, power-hungry for money and stuff. And really? just his journey to the point where he actually becomes a superhero is the full four issues. Really? It's not just... Yeah, it's not just one issue where he's like, oh, Uncle Ben died... I mean, he builds toward it, towards it and changes it so much that it's very, very different and interesting. And I, I read that book and I was like, "Wow, this is, this is amazing!" Like you've actually done a good Spider-Man origin, and if they actually use this, it would add so many different layers to the yeah. character. And I don't know. Wouldn't, it it kind of it wouldn't it make more sense though? You think? Yeah. If he's living with his aunt and uncle, and then tragedy strikes, and I never see Aunt May do a thing in her life. Had to, what, what, what is with social security checks? How is she paying the rent? Well, and here's the thing: he took like an older girlfriend and everything. Nice. And she kind of almost became his agent. Oh. And it was just, it was very, I don't know, it was just very kind of mature and grounded in the real world. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, it was still Spider-Man. Yeah. Like you weren't like, oh, that's not Peter Parker. You were still just like, oh man, that's Peter Parker, and he's kind of kind of a dick you know and it makes sense because he gets all this power he's no longer you he's know hood, this weakling yeah, in school and yeah. it just it changes you no matter who you were his whole mentality got flipped so yeah. it's like alright now I'm the tough guy and now we need an income and why wouldn't I do this for the instant reward of money instead yeah. of trying to babysit the city and they all hate me yeah he's trying to like get a car essentially yeah to compete with Flash like Thompson. a teenager uh, really duh yeah. you know yeah no, that's that sounds actually really good. I'm gonna check it out. It's how old? How old is it? Um, I think it came out in I want to say 2007. So it's not too bad. Yeah. Well, do you remember who who draws it? Do you remember? Oh, someone good. I can't remember. I think it's one of the uh, South American artists. So they actually gave him some talent. Yeah, it's it, it will not look like a normal superhero book that you're used to. Cool. I mean, it, it kind of almost looks like an Avatar book where wow. it has that like gritty, super mm-hmm. detailed stuff. Um, God, I wish I could remember. You never picture that when you picture Spider-Man. It's yeah, it's it's very different. It's very very different. A lot of luscious colors and yeah, it's it's a lot of like earthy tones. Mm. So best I can describe the art. Um, that's well, it's kind of older. I read um, unless you want to talk about more Spider-Man. Yeah, why don't we just get the? You want to get Spider-Man yeah. out of the way? Spider-Man out of the way. New Spider-Man out this week. Yay. Avenging Spider-Man. First uh, new Spider-Man ongoing since Brand New Day, because Marvel basically said that the three books that they were doing monthly of Spider-Man were the equivalent of the sales that, if they dissolved that and just did three issues 
of just Amazing Spider-Man. And they chose to do Avenging Spider-Man instead? Avenging Spider-Man, yeah. They were like, no, let's not bring back Web as Spider-Man, my personal favorite of the titles, or Spectacular Spider-Man. No, let's do Avenging Spider-Man, because he's Avenger. What a shit name. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. I, I was like... I had, to, I had to read it twice, because I'm like, wait, Avenging, or... What is he Avenging, is Spider-Man? I don't know. What do the Avengers avenge, really? Because they're really kind of proactive or responsive. They're not really. It's not like a crime went down, or they're <laughs> they're like, "Let's go avenge that motherfucker." They don't avenge shit. No, they don't. It's it, it's not a very fitting name anymore. But hey, it's branded up the wing wing, so they got to keep it going. So I'm assuming it's tying in with the fact that he's an Avenger. And for some reason, they were like, "Red Hulk's in this." Let's give you a little backstory on Hulk. I like when he rides a Red Hulk's back for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. Is that just mandatory? <laughs> it's just like, what? Red Hulk's on the team. Why? So I can ride his back. Yeah. Well, what I was really annoyed with was the fact that no one is going back to New York and Spider-Man's stuck here. And he, yeah. Peter Parker, being damn near a super genius, can't fly the jet back? I'll learn one day. I was like, ah. The only part that saved it for me, I did kind of like it because of the art. I'm a sucker for Joe Morardi. I love his freaking art, and mm-hmm. I'm so glad that Marvel got him a colorist that can actually color, because his ultimate work was terrible. Yeah, it looked like poop all over the page. It was so, it was like, these really flat tones, it looked like he didn't do, just dry he did his own inking or something, and it just didn't work. Like, something was just really off about it, and it looked bad, but this stuff... It pops a lot more. Yeah. I mean, him on the back, it looks goofy, but even even Rolk, I like the way Rolk looked. I didn't really care for whenever he talked, and he kills a bunch of birds, which I'm like, man, Thunderbolt, you, gotta, you just gotta be a dick all the time. Like, yeah. I don't get it. I, know, I thought it, uh, it, it, I don't know, it was really, I don't know, Spider-Man's like super self-aware. He almost like, yeah. it's almost like he's reading the comic. It's like he just knows every like it just felt yeah. kind of off to me. I don't know. Well, and I mean, even the narration alludes to the fact that he's like, "Well, I can't, you know, be be here for everything that's going on in my city." But then he goes back to you know stop what's going on in his city. Yeah, and isn't there a shit ton of superheroes in New York? And no, no one they're else all in wherever the hell they were. But there, there's still more. Yeah, I know. But I mean, like, I can't even like. Isn't half of Marvel's roster in New York? Most of, yeah, like yeah. Like, come on, someone else, you know, get off your asses, stop the nine to five, and help well, you out. I don't know. Something about over the years, the mole man has become less and less a Fantastic Four villain. He's just where he started, he's a and now he's like a for shit. Yeah, now he's like a Spider-Man villain almost. And I'm, don't really, I don't know. For me, it's still weird. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, Fantastic Four is the only team that should be wasting their time dealing with your ass, <laughs> and only because they got nothing else going on. Nothing. When's Johnny coming back? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Thanks for killing that. I haven't read Future Fan, Future Foundation, or Fantastic Four since. Since. Well, you I mean, need, it's kind of the same thing right now. Yeah, they didn't keep that guy in the ground for like two seconds, three yeah. seconds. I mean, that's it, even bad for comic standards. I don't know. I mean, I still kind of enjoyed. Like I said, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, the narration and some of a lot of Spider Man's dialogue I didn't really care for. It sucked. But. I'm kind of interested in the story, and I definitely like the art. Like, I'm just a sucker for the art. The art saved it a lot for me. And it was kind of good to see someone else other than... Like, they gave it to Zeb Wells, who's... I mean, maybe within the industry, like, he's kind of a big name. But I don't really hear fan... Like, he's not a name where you're just like, oh, I gotta read his new book. Oh, Zeb's on it. I'm on it, too. Exactly. I mean, he's yeah. written some good stuff. None that I can really think of because it it just doesn't doesn't have resonate. Doesn't stay with you. Tried and true. Yeah. Know? He doesn't have his book where you're like, oh, dude, if you read Zeb, you read this. Yeah. So it was just kind of interesting that they paired him with like a fantastic artist, and I hope Marari stays with it. I mean, he left monthly comic books, did his little video game design stuff. You know, did Battle Chasers, which was never consistent i mean ended on like issue eight or nine or something and you know so it's just kind of good to see him working and hopefully he stays on this <laughs> book like if he way. leaves then i don't even, i don't even know if i'd bother reading this again wow there you go so, so that's spider-man what else uh what else has marvel been up to 
Oh, we want to just we, don't, we just want to get through the crap. Let me read you point one. Okay. Maybe we should refer to it as crap, and then kind of. No, it's crap. Oh, it is okay. Well, yeah. it's um, wait. If it's point one, then that means the future must begin here. It does. What does that mean? I don't know. Isn't the future always consistent? Like just always constantly happening. Well, here's the here's the thing about point one. Okay. It is the same thing Marvel does before any other big event. Anything, and DC does this too. Um, countdown to, to Final Crisis. Right. Where it was a just mini like, event in front of the event. Well, it's like here's six stories that we're going to delve into more when we get to the event. Mm. That's all this is. And it has one story running through it, which is these two boner heads that look ridiculous are invading the Watchers. Um, I don't know, his little palace on the moon. <laughs> yeah. Say that in a normal conversation to someone. Hey, man, I was just thinking about my palace on the moon. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to call the authorities. You keep thinking about that. Well, and here's the thing. So they've studied the Watcher enough who can see everything. Somehow they've studied him enough to know that he does like an upload for two hours and 45 minutes, like, every three years. You're like, hold on, dude, my internet's lagging. It's the watcher that's uploading. <laughs> yeah, I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, A, how do you know this without the watcher knowing that you know this? B, dude, like, Verizon Fios really? gave him up. <laughs> I'm like, he's the watcher. Couldn't you do just, like, mini uploads every, like, I don't know, dude, who watching, five minutes in a day? Who's watching the watcher? Oh, so then it just dives into these um, these stories. The first one is Nova, and Nova's costume's awesome, but this art is terrible. And then Terax gets his ass kicked by, oh, oh, wait for it, Blue Phoenix! Uh, I don't know why the Phoenix is blue now, but it's still eating planets. I don't know why anyone's interested. I don't know. And it, look, look, Kevin, at the end, his little spear thing. Plant life grows. So is this a different phoenix? Does it replant the seed of life it's after it destroys destroy. a planet? Yeah. We can only hope, and then it maybe can make a whole new Marvel U. Yeah, well, I, I don't really understand the point of this book, because it's a lot of, like, the future is yeah. bad and shitty. Like, this one's a, clearly an alternate timeline where mutants have taken over the world, and humans... But are they dicks about it? Oh, they're total dicks about it well, because they okay. they talk about the human menace and shit. Yeah, and stamp, stamp out that virus. <laughs> and basically, you read this; it's boring. This guy's talking to his kid about how he killed the last human, which he didn't because that last the last human shows up and claps his head. And I'm like, "Are you a superhuman? What is this? Like, you hate mutants, but you clearly have powers that did are the, did on the humans par with evolve them. finally to snuff out the mutants? No, they still consider themselves humans." But they're like better than normal humans, right? Yeah. You want to? You want to know the sapient? team? What? What? You want to know the team? Uh, wait. This is a spoiler. If this book's nah, already out, if who you cares? Who cares? Okay. Like, if you pick up this book, good luck to you. It was quite possibly the most uninteresting story I've ever good read. Good luck in my to life. you and all your comic endeavors. <laughs> yeah. We have horror show. Who? Horror show. Who's? No, I heard you. Graded right? Creed. <laughs> We have Fiend Francesca Trask. I mean, if you don't know these names, it's pretty much every person that's ever been associated with hating mutants and killing them on a wide range scale. And we have Deadeye, who's fucking someone else. The Prophet, William Stryker, who's dead already, too. Uh, and then Goodnight by Donald Pierce, who they've killed a couple times. But do they have a, a name that they roll under? Exterminated. God, that sucks. Yeah. But I think, sadly, I think this is the Lampum book. I think he's writing this book. He's doing that? Yeah. Uh, Which I'm not. I'm sorry, but I was not interested in it. Let me check the back. I could be wrong. If I can find it. I mean... Talk amongst yourselves. Even if he is, that's... Yeah, that's a... Is that a lot of pressure? Yeah, (laughs) no, it's it's called Age of Apocalypse. The Myth of Man is written by him. Oh. oh, and actually, I think it's the artist that worked with on uh, the the Sp- book I was Spider-Man talking about. Man, yeah, the... I think it was Roberto De La Torre. Um, I don't know. I I was really, Just I couldn't the... tell it was his writing. 
Really? It was... It was really uninteresting. I didn't understand how it fit in with the... I mean, that's the biggest thing, is I don't understand how any of these future timelines Mm -hmm. fit in with the current Marvel without completely fucking up everything. And if you do that, you get back into a Heroes Reborn type of situation, and we all know that didn't work out, so... Uh, Then there was a Scarlet Spider thing, which was pretty interesting. I guess the Scarlet Spider kills people. Really? Yeah, he's like, yeah, fuck it. And he does it in this one, because he talks, he's like, no, I don't need to kill you. But I could. Like I've killed before, and I'll do it again. But not now. And he talks about, like, kind of living in Peter Parker's shadow. It was uh, was actually pretty interesting. His costume's weak sauce, though. Still wearing that hoodie, but his costume's black and red now. But it looks like he has like a sweet costume underneath. But he's like, man, you know, this champion hoodie's going to do just fine. <laughs> yeah. And the best part is when he's not in the spider suit, he's still wearing the hoodie. Dude, he's like, dude, that hoodie is multi-use. Yeah, but so he's like, covered in gotta... blood from him beating the crap out of everyone. Well, dude, whatever. If he goes to that Ralph's Ventura, no one's going to question that shit. <laughs> and they're like, um, you got blood on your champion hoodie. He's like, dude, I'm the Scarlet Spider. I'll fucking kill you. Again. Oh. Oh, okay. well. Well, good luck with your uh, tomato basil and living in Peter Parker's <laughs> shadow, asshole. Uh, there's a an interesting one that was called Ying and Yang. It's about these two twins. One has fire powers, one has ice powers. Yeah. And they're raised, like, separately, though. Uh-huh. But they still know the, each other's existence. Because they're twins. Yeah, but then they just kind of show up and crash, like, an Avengers party. <laughs> and, and it's really bad dialogue, like, here... Steve Rogers like friend or foe, and then Wolverine's like or something in between. Snake, snake. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of interested up until that point. I think if Wolverine ended every sentence with snake, snake, I'd appreciate him more. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hey, Wolverine, where are you going? Going down to Hoggly Woggly's Texas Barbecue. Snake, snake. I'm like, oh, I think I'll join you. Snake, snake. No, no, no. You no. don't get to do the snake, snake. Where are you going? But I have claws. I, no, no. Wait, I, I, every time you say snick, snick, I just turn off everything you said. <laughs> uh, then there's a Defenders story because Doctor Strange is going to make a new Defenders. It was all right. It wasn't like, I got to read this shit now. But <laughs> Well, then, then they failed because you know what this book sounds like? It sounds like a huge commercial for all the stuff that's coming out. It is. That's all it is. And so I didn't understand the hype Marvel was trying to build around it. Um, sometimes Marvel's hype's really good. Sometimes it, you're just like, I don't care. Yeah, and then here's a future story of the, I guess the the Avengers with Brian Hitch and Bendis. Uh oh. Spider Man's running around, identity fully exposed, still wearing gloves, but the rest of his costume's torn off. Whoa. Like, why are you still wearing the costume then? And then they talk about paying off Ultron. And I don't really understand why. Why would a robot need money, especially one that controls all the computer systems? And maybe not would have money access per to se, like uh, you know, Greenbacks and Cashola. Maybe he wants know. like, maybe he's got an itch that only they can scratch. If you know what I'm saying? I get. I don't get that. Well, yeah, you know, he's a robot. Maybe he just wants to hear some ones and zeros late at night. A little pillow talk. Ultron. I don't hear a no. (laughs) (laughs) So that was point one. Um, Really flipping through it, I'm even less impressed with it. I think... I thought it would even be funnier for us to flip through it and poke fun at it, but I was just... It wasn't funny. It was depressing. Yeah, kind of. And again, I just... The future begins here, but the problem with books like that, when I don't understand how it fits in with your current storyline, and this is the, the jumping off point for that... I really don't care. And just the whole Watcher, like, let's invade his little house on the moon. He's got, like, <laughs> dial-up and shit. That's why I can only do it a couple of years. Well, and they kind of explain... They try to half-ass explain it, like... He's really just one being that's spread out throughout the cosmos. And so they're uploading... It, it was almost like they're backing up the information. <laughs> and I was like... I was like, please stop trying to explain this. You're only making it worse. Dude, they should have just been like, he's a cosmic asshole. That's the answer. Yeah. Instead of when they, yeah, when they put too much detail into it, it comes off real stupid. <laughs> and one guy, like, is practically, he's like over there staring. He's like, I could kick him in the nuts. Like, that's, <laughs> he didn't say that. Nuts. <laughs> he didn't say that, but he kind of had that, like, he's like, I could, I could just run up there, punch one testy, and I'm just gone. He wouldn't even know just it. Blow right out of his butthole. I punch it so hard <laughs> that every washer baby would. Fucking have headaches when they were born. 
<laughs> I don't I don't think their species reproduces. Well, I then what's he doing with testes, dude? Take a, know, take a biologic. It was funny. <laughs> the watcher's testes are not <laughs> a joke to you? His medic, metaphysical testes or something. I don't uh, know. I just think it's funny that he's uploaded and downloaded. Yeah. I, was, I got you torrent, man. I was like, who? I had torrent Nova, but that shit didn't work out. It kept crashing. thought of this crap? I only get four kilobytes a month. Well, yeah, and you think that they would, the watchers would have like a bit torrent type system, and yeah. they would have had it first because they're just like, oh no, a little part here, a little part there. We just no, it's way faster when well, we do it this way. Well, dude, bro, who's leeching off me and who's the cedar? I don't know. It's only my stuff. God, we got to do this like Spotify, all right? Oh, I should have got a Dell. This is totally <laughs> this isn't working. Uh, yeah, well, that's point one. I mean, real dumb. I'm not looking forward to the future of Marvel Comics. I'll, I'll be quite honest this did not marvel doesn't really have a lot going on for it right now and this did not entice me into being like yeah i'm reading more marvel stuff i i really think they're just lost in the wind right now the dc reboot really just, just derailed everything just they, them. they were just like yeah, damn it, it why did we su- took them by surprise like that <laughs> like that i think that they were banking on the dc never having the balls to do that and now that dc has done it and it's worked they're like I've said from the beginning, they're trying to do this soft reboot, but I don't see it panning out now. I really don't. You know what I think is like, who do you think has the shittier event titles? Like, point one, what? Well, point right one, now, Fear Marvel because Fear itself, DC's not doing any kind of event stuff other than I mean, like just Flashpoint, which okay. we well, can all agree was just sick. it was sick, but it was also just a carbon copy of. It was like half a DC event and half a Marvel event because all the the tie-in books didn't have anything to do with the core book, and that was totally a hate for Marvel. I, I just really wanted the title. I was really wanting to break down the the moniker they hang on it. Yeah, like I mean, like Fear itself. I think I still haven't read it. And then they did like a seven point one, and I was like, what? I was like, the shit's over. Why did Why do we have a seven point one? What? I could spoil it. I mean, you could. Sp- it's spoiled by the cover uh, with Steve holding Bucky all wrapped in a sheet. And it doesn't matter. He's coming back as the Winter Soldier. We already know this. It's like, so you brought Bucky back and then you killed Bucky. Just and make, then you're just bringing Bucky Winter back. Soldier? Yeah. Well, the We're that, just making the Winter Soldier. That is Soldier. a sick name, dude. It is. And he, it was super sick. cool. And I, I liked when they killed Steve and he took over the mantle of Captain America. But when they brought Steve back... They, they know screwed what to do it. With them. They yeah. screwed it over. And if they had just left Steve dead, why can't they give a good exit plan for him? I don't know. I don't know. Do this guy? I fucking kill him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like he could just step down. He doesn't have to die in order to change his costume. That seems to be kind of the rule for some yeah. reason. Oh no, I'm I'm Hawkeye. I died. I'm going to come back as Ronan. It's like if you just oh, want to put him in Ronan a different the costume. Stupidest character. Dude, that <laughs> yeah. was terrible. Yeah. And it's, it's a shitty name. It is. It's like, I don't need, he's like, do you even understand? They just Google that. They're like, "Oh, what's a real Ronin?" It's you know, they just samurai. Like the, it's just a cool name. That's it. He's they probably just found a movie. Let's call it after that. Robert oh, De Niro's cool. De Niro, love him. Just uh, yeah, that, that's... I hear I hear he's Leonardo DiCaprio's favorite actor. Oh, I did actually hear that. I heard on an interview with him on NPR. He's actually well spoken. Leonardo or Leonardo? Yeah, really? Who yeah, you, he actually you... talked about Raging Bull, and I was just like, in Taxi Driver, and I was like, oh wow. You actually understand movies. What do you think? Other be, than just reading lines. Well, well spoken. That's what you say about what, what is it like? What do you expect him to do? Go. Oh, I didn't know Leonardo DiCaprio. No, I didn't know it was Leonardo DiCaprio. That's how well spoken. That's was. how well spoken was. Wow. There you go. They had to cut to a, like a little break thing and be like, "I'm talking to Leonardo DiCaprio." And I was like, "That." I thought the voice sounded familiar. That intellectual young man was Leonardo DiCaprio. Just, uh, just kind of the way he. He talked about the method and everything. Was it was very almost like he understood surpri- yeah, his was, job exactly. Like he actually understood the method of acting. I was like, wow. Maybe that's why uh, Scorsese dude likes him so much. Yeah, because he's a he's an actor's actor. Yep, he understands the craft. Hey, I like him. He does he's, all right by me. He's not one of those cardboard tools that stand in front of a camera, go skilly bop, skilly bop. <laughs> <laughs> They do scat now. They're just like, that's, dude, that's uh, David Lee Roth, man. I don't want to break the song, but let's uh, do whatever. I don't. I mean, I just <laughs> wanted to know who had shittier titles. Is point one shittier, or is like 
Well, I mean, DC doesn't have anything coming up. Well, just I mean, thank just God because past, it's like I mean. you rebooted. Um, well, let's see. Let's go through. No, DC's going to lose instantly because well, they have a lot because of the stupid crises and all that. Well, I mean, at least they're consistently stupid titles. Identity Crisis. That was sick. Infinite Crisis. Well, Infinite, Final Crisis. It got a little much. Yeah, but Final Crisis. I just think of the book and it sucked. Yeah, terrible. The covers were sick. Yeah, they're pretty good. Depends on which ones. The first three were good. Yeah. Flash, Supergirl, and someone else. Yeah, Supergirl was awesome. Wonder Woman. That yeah. was one of them. Those were good. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. I mean, fucking... I don't know. Marvel's... They're just... Yeah. I just... I don't even want to talk about Marvel anymore. And not even... Not for the reasons I don't want to talk about DC anymore, where I'm just kind of tired of talking about DC. I'm just... Marvel, show me what you got, or just go home. Yeah, I really... I, hope, I was kind of hoping they had, like, a secret weapon, or just... You know, even if they just did yeah. con- just like whatever for a couple of months, and it was just like, boom, here you go. We were laying dormant, but now you've woken the beast, and I'm coming, and I got better snick snick things than you can have. I mean, like, I'd be like, wow, you cool. Well, it seems like what Marvel's been building towards, and Fear Itself really played towards this too, was this ultimate doom, like, apocalyptic future. And, I mean, Old Man Logan kind of touched on that, and it's almost like they took that idea, and they're like, well, let's just spread this idea throughout everything. Uh, I mean, Fear Itself, in a way, did that, because it pretty much destroys everything, and now they're doing this shattered hero crap, and then the point one, where, again, it's just like this bleak future that they're dealing with, and I'm kind of tired of it. I'm just like, I get it, yeah. Marvel's future sucks. Can we do something that isn't so just, like, bleak? Like, why do I have to see these heroes on their last stand in order to enjoy the book? Why can't you just tell good stories? Yeah, why can't they just be heroes and then assholes in costumes forced to do something? Yeah, I mean, if you didn't make them so unstoppable and actually focused on the villains for, I don't know, maybe more than a minute and thought of good villains... You're only as good as your bad guy. Yeah. There you go. I That's... mean, Dark Reign was successful to an extent, but they just kind of they overkilled it again. Because they tried to make it an event that wasn't an event... But they gave it a deadline. Mm-hmm. So it was like, Norman Osborn had 12 months to fuck everything over. But if they just spread that out and had it be, you know, the long con where it goes on for years and years and years. And then you get that... that gotcha. Yeah, the gotcha, the the big payoff at the end, it would have been better. Yeah. But instead they just rushed that. And now he's already back with his the new Dark Avengers. Uh, <laughs> I was like... What are they Avengers? Do you... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they're they're just... Want- Trademark. I want every Avenger to write me a three-page letter of what they're avenging. Yeah. Remember that? And it can't be your own personal origin story. It has to be something in the Avengers. What have you avenged for me lately? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds like a... It sounds like a lot of nothing. Let's talk about something better. You know what? It's a lot of nothing. These, I know... (laughs) It's 52 again. I don't want to talk about it, but I have to because I finally read them. I'm it, way behind. I haven't read shit. I'm really, I'm really behind on certain ones. I just kind of don't have like mental fortitude to deal with, like the Omax. I don't want to read that. <laughs> don't. Just, like I read cares? Static Shock up to a three, or the third one. I was like, just stop this book. I was, <laughs> they will. Yeah. Just let's just. I don't <laughs> they know. They do every time. I don't. I don't know why they did it. I mean, I know why they did it, but I was just like, we don't need no more. Get yeah. out of here. You know what I'm reading, and I can't stop. Every issue has made me laugh so far. Like, out loud, like, I, you know what, I LOL'd. All right, no, no I don't said it. Um, Hawk and Dove. <laughs> Why are you so reading so funny. Like, there's like, literally It's not lies. supposed to, you know that, right? Really? Because, like, I'll read something, or I'll see, like, just whatever's going on in that panel, per se, and I'll just start laughing. Like, I just chuckle to myself, like, <laughs> uh, what the hell's going on? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's kind of a hoot. I, mean, I can't. I could not stand that first issue, and I have not gone back. I think I think they're on three. I'm on three. Whatever. Yeah, no, it's on three. And when you read it, you're just like, man, this is it's it's the whole thing, like rubbernecking a cha- train wreck. You know, you're driving on a 101. You see a car in flames. You're like, I'm going to stare at this, and I might get a chuckle. And then you look, and you do, because it's like some old lady on the hood of the car. And you're, you're just like, how did you get up there? <laughs> She has, like, a Del Taco in her hand still. You're like, shouldn't that have been thrown from the vehicle? And that's, like, Hawk and Dove, dude. If you want to quote me, DC, put that on there. It's kind of like a train wreck where an old... Or 
Car wreck. Car wreck. Yeah. I don't know how an old lady got on a train. A train wreck by the 101. <laughs> Could be. Um, it's that bad of a book. And you know, this, You're a braver man than I. It's funny, though. You, I couldn't stand the writing. I couldn't stand the art, I always, obviously. No I one look, can. I look, and I'm like, what's going to make me laugh this issue? You've done it again. Hawk and Dove. <laughs> Dude, they should have t-shirts. Hawk and Dove, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty funny. I would buy that. I'd buy that. Same. <clears throat> it's got to have the shit art, though. Well, of course. I'm not going to get a good artist. <laughs> Dude, you're going to pay Lee Field for something. You're going to make him. You're going to. Yeah. I mean. Dude, it should just be using the same five poses over and over. Anyways, they need to be so. back to back, both shrugging their shoulders, and they one needs to be saying. He can't Hawk. draw shrugs. Ooh, someone help him out. <laughs> get, get him a competent inker. Yeah, just be like Hawk and Dove, LOL, and then them both shrugging, and I'll buy it. Oh, all right. You know what else is more sad than funny? Sadder and funnier than Hawk and Dove. Well, I mean, Hawk and Dove, you expected it to be crap. I mean, you saw yeah. that. You were just like, oh, what am I going to get with this? Well, now I wonder how many other people are just buying and enjoying the shit ride. <laughs> and is this going to stay around longer? Because people are just like, it's gonna this be is the- terrible, but I love reading it. It's going to be the one that shouldn't have made it, and we're going to be having this oh, conversation. God. It's going to be on 863. <laughs> we're going to be like, dude, Hawk and Dove, same creative team. Because I just <laughs> fuck with the numbering. It's like, yeah. numbering doesn't matter anymore. Um, green, uh, green Arrow. I can't. I'm, it's why? so bad, dude. I mean, last time we we dubbed JT Cruel the worst writer of the year. I think he is. And the year is not even over. And I mean, I just. I mean, I, I don't want. And honestly, nothing's going to change in a month. What I'm I, still going to feel this way. And I don't want to beat up on the guy. I mean, I, I feel like he's in the room. He's just like, guys, really, this is how you feel. And I know he doesn't give two shits of what we're saying. No, and I'll probably not. never hear it. But I mean, if someone happens to hear this and knows him, be like, hey, JT, you need to t- tighten your shit up, man. <laughs> They're talking about you out there on the interweb, and it's not good. What? Here's the thing, though. I get the strong impression we're the only ones that dislike him. That, that a can't lot of other be. outlets love him. Fan people love the crazy shit he does. Some people get outraged by it, like when they he that he keeps Red bringing up arm. YouTube and the internet, and then uh, like, yeah, and know. he's like, I mean, how, dude? How hard are you gonna date that book? I mean. <laughs> If you were a good writer, you could tell a timeless story without using, you know, pop culture or modern day gimmicks if you were a good storyteller. But you just, the stories and the, whatever, maybe it's the stories you want to tell, and I respect that to an extent until I have to read them, and then I (laughs) I want to disrespect them. It's so cliche and corny. It's just real simple. It's like a simpleton wrote it. Like, he just looked around the room, he was like, Green Arrow's going to fight the microwave. You know, like the He's, microwave. The, I mean, the best way I can describe it is his influences are very transparent. It's yeah. It's almost like, and I think the reason he's had some moderate success is because you're like, oh, I think I've read this issue before. Probably because you have. Probably because he's just lifting the storyline off of someone else's word. Two trick pony, man. but he's not good enough to really kind of deliver it on the same level. And I don't know. I, I personally. I think that giving him Green Arrow was a was a shame. I was really looking forward to that book with the relaunch because it was like finally you've updated Oliver Queen. Yeah, it's like Kevin Smith brought him back. That was kind of cool. Whatever, totally fucked it up in the end. That's my personal opinion. But you finally brought him back. You made him younger, which I was okay with because I was kind of tired of him playing the old man. It's not very Smallville. In. It's like yeah. he, they almost kind of like borrow from that a lot. It, to me, it feels like... That's fine. It works. Yeah. The old Oliver Queen did not work in the modern place. timeline. Yeah, he was out of place. What he was... Like, the capitalism and everything he was fighting against, <laughs> it just didn't work. You know, just like, oh, the fat cats and stuff. And it's polio. Just, <laughs> yeah, like it just didn't work with modern comics and just modern society. Yeah. It had run its course, and he had never got that update. But you know, like, Someone thought it was funny that he still called them fat cats and stuff. Um, it's kind of rad. But. It's funny, but it's like, Pete again, it, it's like when you're reading a serious book and then all of a sudden he's like, fat cats, you're just, it takes you out of it. You're just and like, like who oh, hell, this is No ridiculous. one's going to know what you're talking about unless yeah. they're educated or well-read or just know. Yeah, or they've been reading comics for 70 years and know that he calls people <laughs> fat cats, you know? Yeah. So, but it's just, it's the biggest shame to see 
him fuck up that book so bad. And hard, whoever dude. thought of the ideas of it being like I like he has the new like Mac company or whatever, that was cool. Because then you just gave him a realistic grounding and something people can relate to and something that's going to be around for years and years to yeah, come. Yeah, but now he's fighting on some internet fights where these people go around. I'm just like, dude, are you is he stupid? The internet just didn't come out like five <laughs> years ago. And we're just like, oh, hey, man, let's have a big heavy techno- tech story where you know they fight people on the internet and people log on they tweet about it you sound like an idiot you sound like a 12 year old that wrote this story it's like i was on my ipad and i was tweeting what if oliver queen fought somebody on the internet and i could stream it are you kidding dude are you kidding this is such a remedial idea here's the thing i like twitter i use twitter i'm not gonna i'm not gonna diss twitter i do not like when twitter is incorporated and stuff because it just doesn't work like it's just it's a real world thing that just does not translate into other mediums at all. Yeah, it just sounds it's just it's something corny. it's something that's in our society and that we use. That's fine. But it yeah, it's exactly what you said. It sounds corny when you incorporate it into Yeah. Like because you can't just show someone tweeting and have it make sense. You have to announce oh, like, they're using yeah. Twitter. And that's when it's corny. That's when it doesn't work because you're just like... Uh, Twitter, really? You're like, shut up, I don't care then. Like, instantly, you're just like, I don't care. Why would they do this? Why is this important in this scene that you point out that he's using Twitter? Uh, Go ahead, Overlord Actual. Hold on, dude, I'm tweeting. Really? Because I need a status update. Uh, LOL. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man, hold on. I only have 140 characters. I need to to trim out my grammar. Hold down. Hold down. I don't... I don't get it. I mean, in, in the in the comic, I don't know. There's just something about it when they just try to use. It just feels so bad to me, like dated. It just comes off real stupid. I'm like, you have, you're in a comic book, bro. You can do anything you want. I don't think he knows that. And what? I don't think he understands the medium he works in. Someone I think needs he to pull his asshole to the side and be like, stop it. I think his brain literally works on budgets and just be- like. Just a total Hollywood movie type presence where it's like, okay, well, I have so much money and this and that. And, and I'm that. living and in like, the moment. In a comic book, do you can do anything. You want. you want to blow up a fucking building, do it. Just do it. The world is your oyster. Yeah. I think yeah. he's leaving after issue six. But by then, it's like the damage is going to be done. Who's going to come in after that? Well, anyone could top that. I mean, anyone. I think the artist is just going to start writing it. Dan Jurgens, Which Dan. I like him, but he's not great at... Can you do both? Like, he's not a guy who can... A, well, he's writing uh, Justice League International, and he's yet. also helping out on Superman. And Jesus. So I'm just like, Dan Jurgens, I like you. You're a good guy, but you're not really busy boy. a guy who can handle this much work. Like, I'll tell you what, I can handle, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would. He's got a, he was kind of mouthy at New York Comic Con. He was he was like the only DC guy that was willing to flip a finger and be yeah. like, huh? He'll you slap you in a cobra clutch and just tear your head pops. Probably because he's just so comfortable with his position. He's just like, I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> they need me, motherfucker. <laughs> You're going to have to have at least five sexual harassment charges against me before I'll even think about not running for president. HR my ass. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I mean, to anyone out there reading Green Arrow. I, I'm really curious. I just, I have heard no feedback on J.T. Kroll. Like, at least his new books. Like, I haven't heard anything other than people who are like, yeah, I liked it. Did and that's you? on other sites, though. That's, like, other oh, review dude, sites. Yeah, and, I don't And really... you know they're like, look, 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 yeah. because they want to stay in good with DC. DC, how's your bone hole taste? Uh, like a battery, uh, like a copper pity. Uh, like, JT Kroll's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? what was the last one? Uh, the copper pity? Well, all pities are copper, stupid. What are you talking about? Uh, that's... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's it's a shame. The last cool Green Arrow thing I read, and I'll let you even say it out loud. Uh, you're one. Exactly. Yeah. Andy Diggle. That was great. Andy dude, Diggle and Jock. When Andy Diggle and Jock come together, dude, it's and magic. It was a perfect It was a perfect year one book. Like You were just like, okay, continue from this. And then they were like, hey, he's getting married to Black Canary. And you're like, yeah. whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. Slow down. Hold on. Wasn't he just rebooted? Yeah. Technically. Like, couldn't we just When continue? I read that and then it didn't continue, I was, it was pissed. I was pissed. They were just cashing on the year one. Yeah, I was just like, oh, wow. Now, this is my chance. I want to get on top of, you know, Green Arrow bandwagon. He's, he's pretty cool. Cool guy. Yeah. Cool. Doing cool things. I want, I want to be cool with this guy. And then I saw that. I was like, you getting married? Dude, she's a sweet slice, bro, but you don't got to be getting married. Let's yeah, go that... back to your adventures of laying down pipe and right, shooting yeah, arrows. 
That book was a mess too. Like yeah. I, eventually, he wasn't even in the book. And it was like <laughs> it was just, Connor was in the book or something. My book get out. I was here. like, I was like, what's going on here? Your son from another wife is hanging out with your current wife. He's like, and you're out protecting a forest because you killed Prometheus? We just got that modern-day kind of family, bro. You're like, who the hell are you talking to? What? Who's your bro? Don't don't talk to me. We're not bros. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a crying shame. Well, and again, it was just... DC's had so much success with the year one... It's become a, a brand, in a way. Yeah. Like, almost the way Elseworlds is, that... But like DC, because they're using it as a brand, it totally got away from what it was what meant it was, to do. Yeah, what it was meant to do. Which uh, just dare I say, a cash in. Uh, yeah, I mean, which uh, is sad because it's like their work on the Green Arrow Year One was great, but it was awesome. it, was, it was literally just a self-contained miniseries. Yeah, and that's what it didn't sucks. do anything else. Because it just got, I mean, it got me stoked for it, and then afterwards, mm-hmm. just the just the fallout of it was just kind of like ah, such a letdown. And I don't know. But one uh, year one book that I read for the first time, yeah, was um, it's Frank's nineteen eighty seven Batman Year One, and I read the first issue. You read the whole thing. I, I read the first this issue. This is probably I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. I know that he's notorious for insanely wildly popular Batman stories. Yeah, Dark Knight, DK two. <laughs> what you gonna do when he runs wild on you? <laughs> I mean, great books in their own right, but yeah. this this book—it's been a long time since I read something. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like out loud, reading it quietly to myself. Yeah, I I only had time to read the first issue before the the show, and wow, <laughs> I was just like, "This is my motherfucking Batman." Yeah, this is my motherfucking Batman, and my first thought instantly was why didn't they just put him on batman why was frank miller never given a run did he not want it yeah, that's false yeah. because look at how much work he's done he for batman why does he have this extensive run on daredevil which is good but it's not great it's good yeah but why wasn't he just given Batman after this? Like, why didn't someone go when i read this guy's got something when i read his batman stories it. I honestly felt like this dude likes Batman. He cares yeah. about this character. He wants to explore like every facet. Like he honestly can speak for Bruce Wayne and Batman. Like I know, and that was the that was the, the biggest magic was that it was the same character, but it was I had these two different like personality personality type. during these situations exactly, and I keep these lives separate. But it didn't feel like the the new thing where it's like, oh, I show up and I, I play the role of the playboy. Exactly. And then, oh, I show up and then I'm really Batman. It was, he was really the playboy and he was really Batman. Yeah. And, and I think... Even I mean, before he was Batman in that first issue. Because he yeah, wasn't 100% Batman. Exactly. But the Batman was still there. It was in there. He just didn't know how to harness it or focus yeah. it. And I know this is probably like, oh, dude, this book came out so long ago. You're reading it now. Yeah, asshole, I am reading it now. Well, and here's why. I only just read it now because you recommended it partially. But also because it is one of those things that everyone goes, oh, you need to read that. Oh, you need to do it. It gets super hyped where you're like, I don't want to read it because exactly. everyone... You're just going to watch me. I'm going to read it. I'm going to be like, oh, it was all right, but it didn't change my life. And I didn't want that because it's Frank Miller, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll read it when I'm ready. And so when I knew you were going to, you know, I don't shout know. from the, the rooftops about it, I was like, all right, yeah. I'll, I'll give the first issue a read. I was like, I got old news. This book's really good. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's like, oh, shit. I'm like, fuck you. But his his Jim Gordon and that first issue when Dude. he when he was like, it's been a long time since I had to beat a green beret. I was yeah. like, do it. <laughs> Get this motherfucker! Like Ooh. I was, I was seriously just. I stood up. I was like, "Yeah, let's do this. Do this." Sort of kick pun- his ass, punching holes in the wall. I've it, never rooted for. I woke Aaron up. I was so excited. And she's like, "Holy <laughs> shit! I believe, <laughs> I do believe Jim Gordon is a badass <laughs> motherfucker." Yeah, dude. It's in when I read that after I came down off the high of how rad this book was. My first thought was. Why didn't they do the 52s like this? The new 52s. I would have took my top guys, my big money makers. And can I, can I, I interrupt you real quick? Sure, go ahead. 
Because I'm going to tell you right now, they did not have the talent pool to do oh, something oh. of that quality and that clearly, you know, that no and, and level. Yeah, and there's no way that any of those guys are standing shoulder to shoulder with this gentleman. <laughs> no, that wrote. And say what you a, will about Holy Terror, if you read so deep into that that all you see is racism, you're then not, you're you are it. you're not getting it. First of all, at all, and you're seeing kind of what you want to see. I'm just going to yeah. say that. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. So soak it up. Yeah. I think I was just like, man, if I if if I was sitting in the office and like, hey guys, thank you for joining me today. We're gonna it's gonna be a real shock. I know you saw some emails, but we're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna reboot everything. DC. We're starting off at number one. Um, we're gonna get a bunch of creative teams together, and you guys are gonna pitch me the ideas. And if I didn't hear at least five. I'm going to pull a Batman Year One, uh, 87, with the way Mr. Uh, Frank did. And I'd have been like, okay, I want to I want to hear more. I'll put your shit to the side, and we're going to go through it with a fine-tooth comb, and we're going to make that happy. Or happen. Not happy. It would make me happy. We got where you're going with. And I was just like, why didn't they do that? Like, do that with Green Arrow. And then you would have been – it would have been amazing. Well, here's – I mean, the biggest thing with Batman is because they haven't rebooted anything for Batman. No, They've Batman changed some just, stuff up, but who was it? they didn't want to... It's almost like they didn't want to disrespect Grant Morrison by just being like, Hey, I know you've done a lot of... We took that shit out to the curb and kind of burned it. We didn't want to undo purple, yellow Batman. But we should have. <laughs> we should have, though. Um, it was like they didn't want to insult him, so they left all that crap in, and I think that's going to... In another ten years, that's going to hurt them. Yeah. Like, people are going to look back and be like, that was a bad idea, not rebooting Batman right there. Like, we did all of our other core mainstays, i.e. Flash, i.e. Wonder Woman. Yeah. I mean, even Green Arrow, they redid the jackass. Like, and another thing, when I read Bat... I think it was either Batwoman 1 or 2, which, um... They even... They mentioned Batman, Inc. And I yeah. was like, why'd you... No, they mentioned him in Batwing and Batwing well. too, yeah. and I was like, "Why did no? That sucks." Yeah, no, Bat. I don't Bat care what anyone he, says. Batman was stupid. Grant Morrison's coming back with it, and it's coming back next year. They just didn't want to relaunch with it to avoid Confu- confusing people. Well, I guess it, I it sucks. It's a stupid yeah. idea. I how, mean, about, it, how about you just bring back Stephanie Brown? How about yeah, that? how about that and get rid of that one uh, Babs? You can go now. Yeah, I'm sorry, but you've ruined Babs 100%. I'd rather... I'll take Oracle any day. I'll take a bullet in her spine for a 1,000, Alex. (laughs) Who is? No, sorry. Yeah, I just... I'm... She sucks. Yeah. And I I mean, I I wanted to like it because I didn't really know anything about her run. Is Babs back as Batgirl? And you just... You think the animated cartoon and how cool that character was. was, And you know Bruce Tim was taking... And and Paul Dini were taking Mm -hmm. their influences from the comic book. And you just wanted that. You just wanted that. And what you got was anything but that. It Paul Dini, every ghost need me. <laughs> ghost face. Um, yeah, you didn't, I don't get that. I read it and I go, oh, this is annoying. Yeah. You know what else is annoying? Um, this is a totally, I'm probably just picking on this book. It might be just me. Reading Batwoman. The way it's presented and all the swirly... Do you read Batwoman? Panels? I just look at Batwoman. I look at it and I go, this book There's is no annoying story. the shit out of me. That story does nothing. You don't. You could literally read every other page, and you're still reading too much because not enough is actually happening. It's just you, a lot of, to warrant you reading. You could just look at the pictures. It should be on Lifetime because it's just a bunch of chicks standing around doing nothing. <laughs> Snap, dog. Sadly, it does kind of remind me of a Lifetime movie. <laughs> and you're like, like oh, like she's dealing with her struggles of her father and her her yeah. dead lesbian lover, and it's just it really does have Lifetime written all over it. Remove the costumes. You have a lifetime. Yeah. You have Jennifer Lopez running from her husband and oh. enough. Oh. That wasn't a lifetime movie, but it should have been. I mean. Take that. I think, um, and then Fiat. the part where, like, um, spoiler alert, if, I don't know, I'm behind on it. Everyone's probably read it. It was like, no one cares. When she kissed that chick, I was like, this isn't sexy or cool. This is, like, two old ladies, like, <laughs> bumping and grinding it up piggly wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> This is, it was like your mom kissing some lady at a bus stop. I was just like, ugh, dude. They've, what what I think is they've removed all the sexuality from the book. Um, Because they don't want to just make it like, let's take lesbians. Yeah. Oh, what's on Showtime? Batwoman. It's like, 
what he's officially like effectively i should say done is removed all the kind of like interesting yeah the, the interest or the meaning behind he it approached me like, about being a part of batman inc you should do it girl shoot <laughs> i do it it was me i was like where the hell am i I don't know. Where does Rosie Perez come from? Why is it always got to be Rosie Perez with you? Because you totally sound like Rosie Perez. She's from Brooklyn. <laughs> BK. Don't make me spit water on the microphone. Um, yeah, I, didn't, I was just like, this book sucks. Cancel it. <laughs> let's get this artist on something else that's not as annoying to look the at. The artist is writing it. Damn. Let's just get a new gig. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, originally that book was supposed to be continued by Greg... Greg Rucka, Rucka right? and, That's what and I that artist, it. yeah, and what was Rucka what? bounced over to Marvel to redo Punisher, and whoops, whoops. I haven't been a big fan of that, but I'm just kind of done with Punisher yeah. at this point in my life. I'm just kind of like, you know what? Sidebar: Female Punisher, uh, Jennifer's Blood. It's over. I read the last one. It's only six. I thought they're no, they're gonna still come make it come back as a. They're gonna make a new series. What Jennifer's Blood? Uh, even boringer. That's not no. a word. But, yeah, but, I'm probably not even going to finish that one. You may as well just tell me how it ends. Uh, I have the first, uh, the fifth issue still, and I'm just She like, basically hey. gives a monologue to the crime boss at the end. And then kills him? I think so. And then the neighbor shows up in a gimp suit with no pants on. And, and she, she chops off his wiener? No. She's like, what are you doing here, uh, neighbor? That I can't remember your name. And he's just like, he pees himself because he can't believe she's this crazy assassin. It's, he just walked into a head. Oh, no. Oh, he thought it was like a... A, a gimp club and S and I don't know what he was thinking. Who knows what those people think? So when, he he was like, "Oh, I thought you were dominatrix." Yeah, she just totally was just like, "Whatever." And I, and <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's all you brought to the table, sir." Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> we'll check. see you in the junior section. Ooh, snap dog, <laughs> baby peed. Um, yeah, I was just like, "What? What?" I go. This book was seriously was like an uphill climb. And then you just fell off the side of that mountain. <laughs> you were like, oh, shit. It's, uh... I, after the ninjettas, I was really done with it. And unfortunately, I had I had that issue, and then I bought the next issue before I had read that issue. <laughs> so you were like, what's going on? I committed no, no, way I, too hard. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. I essentially overcommitted because I would not have bought the next issue after reading ninjettas. So. Dynamite for you, man. Yeah. We, we could do – let's do a whole podcast on them. On Dynamite? On Dynamite. It's not going. It's going to be positive, time. right? We'll see. Did you see that tumbleweed go by? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What? Do I answer instantly, or do I let there be some dead silence?" And then everyone goes, "Wait, did I miss something?" Oh, but, uh, man, I don't know. That's going to be. That could be <sighs> draining. Think, uh, yeah, but we may as well. We may as well explain where we're coming from on Dynamite. Every time we bring up Dynamite, yeah, because people are like, "Well, I don't really have a problem with. It. I love those Joe Jusco covers and Alex Ross covers, and Ooh. oh, I just list a bunch of covers I like." Interesting. Oh. Are they doing Princess of Mars? Uh, no, they're doing War. Well, they've already been doing Warlord of Mars, um. and then they actually poked fun at Marvel because Marvel's also doing one because it's a public domain, I believe. Um. And they were like, well, ours is better. And I was like, are you sure about that? <laughs> are you positive? Can you commit read, to that statement? I read your, like, your dollar zero issue <sighs> at the comic store. I didn't even buy it. Because he, <laughs> Snap, he, dog. He had a stack of them there for a month. Because like, he couldn't get this? rid of them. And I was like, you mind if I just flip through? I'm just going to read this whole fucking, all right, and we're done. And Insane. he was like, you want one? I was like, nope. So, I was like, did you just library me? Did you just 7-Eleven me? But I was just like, you're not going to care you're not gonna get rid of these ever uh, they've been here for a month he should be putting the stack has not gone down if you bought more than five bucks you should have slid it in your bag i think he eventually did do that i think he actually gave them away on free comic book day damn that's how long they were sitting there for he's just like just taking up space now whatever people are like do i have to pay for this he's like no just don't bring it don't up. i didn't see you pick it up just i'm looking the other way he's like well i took a whole bunch of other shit then <laughs> So, yeah, we'll do that. Well, let's just explain it. It doesn't have to be the whole podcast, but we can just kind of dive into, like, such potential what the fuck's in the up beginning. with Dynamite. Yeah. Dude, they were just... When they first came on the scene, it was kind of like, oh, cool, you have all these licensed... You know, let's just say that. Right, right, right. Because that's a, that's a whole other thing. I want to end on a positive note for, for stuff I've been reading, though, real quick. Sure, go for um, it. Rachel Rising, Terry Moore's new book. Really good. Really good. 
What if I want to read more about this book? You can go to comicbastards.blogspot.com and you can read my review for the first issue. All right. The next two issues are out. I had to actually track down the second issue today. I already read it, but it was fantastic. Um, because my comic book shop, a little, little sidebar about Diamond real quick, didn't send my comic book shop their order. Like, at all? Yeah, because I asked him. I picked up the third issue and I was like, hey, do you have the second issue? And Let me tell you a story, my friend. He was like, actually, Dynamite, or, or not Dynamite. Sorry, Dynamite. <laughs> Sorry, dude. You're on, you're on the Dynamite's back of the line. Dynamite's sons of bitch. Um, no, Diamond didn't send him his order. Never fulfilled it. Wait, isn't that his bread and butter? Yeah. Is- and I go to, let me clarify, I go to one of the largest comic book shops in L.A. It is, this guy that has. stands for Los Angeles. <laughs> This guy has a, a two-foot stack of... Uh, just everything. Of DC, like, New 52. Jesus. Standard. Just standard two-foot. I'm not exaggerating. He literally has a two-foot stack in other boxes behind the counter waiting to refill that two-foot stack. He's the Puffy Diddy of comic Yeah. Book. Who? Like, he gets... Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> he gets everything. So for them Too not to give everything. him... His fucking order on that. I'm like, what are you doing? Maybe they're just like, fuck this guy. He's a pig. He's a hoarder. He's not selling no, any no. shit. And that's the thing. He sells it, though. Wow. His back issue bins? Non-existent. I mean, he has some, but it's usually like three weeks old at the most. Wow. So, and he just moves That's not even stock. back issues. That's just shit I haven't got rid of yet. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. So, and it was very surprising. I'm like, and it's not the first time they fucked him on, a, on a, like an independent book. I'm like, hey, Dynamite. Or Dynamite. Damn, Dynamite. Go, why won't you do burn it, Dynamite. down, burn to the ground? I was just like, Diamond, A, if you want to stay in the printing comics business, maybe you should, I don't know, stop fucking the retailers maybe because they they're don't. the ones going to keep you in the business. They don't. They just want to sell us hoodies. And, <laughs> God, they're overpriced hoodies at the, the most. And then B, independent and comic mug, companies and, have to... And mugs that say Super Dad <laughs> with the Superman logo on it. That's No. God, I hope those don't exist. They do. You see those stupid gun mugs? I've seen them everywhere now. It's like half of a gun going... That's like the handle going into the mug. I've literally seen them everywhere this week. Blowing my brains out when I drink my coffee. Yeah, you're going to look all cool holding a a gun handle while you're drinking your coffee. Hey, Dustin, I noticed you're drinking coffee. Jesus, is that his gun? No, don't do it. Oh, (laughs) just kidding. I'll take two creamers. Uh, But, uh, sorry, last point is... Dynam or diamond? Do you say dynamite one more time? <laughs> I can't. I got push it out of my mind. This red button in front of me. <laughs> Don't do it. Okay, diamond requires independent comic publishers to get a certain amount of pre-orders right. before. So much of volume. So by not fulfilling those orders, you are shortchanging them. So you're essentially screwing them on the system that you're already using to screw them in the first place. So I was just kind of like, what the hell? I was like, why? And he was like, yeah, I might get some second prints. I'm still trying to figure out the order because they don't have answers for me. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, you, should, you know what you should have told your comic book guy? Hey, bro, you should go digital. <laughs> Buzzing! <laughs> Terry Moore's stuff's not available digital. It's not? No. That sucks. I mean, I'm sure some stupid pirate probably has it available Pirates are... There's nothing wrong with that until someone gets hurt. <laughs> it would hurt him. That's like his oh, one of his sales. He, it's his own company that... Publishes and distributes well, I, still, it, so. I said that someone gets hurt. Right, anyway, I mean, so. when he's just like, Dustin, they locked the doors, bro. Thanks for the good <laughs> review. You're like, Terry. He did retweet it. Good man. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my like my plug. I, I really just, it, it left such a it feels good overwhelming, to read good, like, huh? good impression. Yeah. Where I was like, wow. Like, I literally wanted the next issue. That's your rooftops. Instantly. Yeah. Get on the rooftop, shout it. All right. It's did. Yeah. You know what else you can shout? Shout out. Yeah. To, to who? Uh, to some dude. Some guy? Someone we know? Someone you might be related to? I think we're going we're doing to. Doing the shout out, Aaron. Yeah. Get over here. I think. Uh, Get on the mic. I think uh, we're going to give out yeah. to a, a very special listener out there. Well, by the name of? Just his name, I guess. Jason. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, Jason. Jason. Yeah. Hey, Jason. How's it going? Over hey, man. There? He's been listening to us since day one. Ground roots. Grassroots. <laughs> down, down to his underground. I know I've been having a good time wherever he's at. <laughs> well, we know where he's at. We know where you're at, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Aaron, are you going to get in on this? or? Hi, Jason. That's our producer. That's right. For everyone else, he's going to be like, who the fuck was that? Stranger stranger in the studio. <laughs> in the studio. Just stranger. So if you want to shout out, 
Where, where can they go, Kevin? You go to comic. What the hell are we called? Bastards? Yeah, we're called comic.com.blogspot. Yep. And you can go there and you can leave all kinds of comments and notes and whatnot. And there's Twitters. Because you can ask us questions yeah. on our Twitter, our Facebook, our Google Plus page, whatever you want to ask us. Got a damn question on. We will check it. We are, are literally diligent. We're literally celebrities you can touch and feel. Minus the celebrity part. No celebrity whatsoever, but you can still touch us digitally. Yeah, yeah I was about to say digitally. And uh, I don't, I mean, I don't know, we were kind of beating up Twitter. We really weren't. We were just kind of, what? No, we I would like write the... a comic and put it in. There's basically what I'm yeah. getting at. Like I said, we both use Twitter. We, it's a... That aside. Yeah. Like I, and I, I said that already, that, you know. Yeah. Clearly, I, I use Twitter a lot. I love fucking technology. I love it. I just don't like it's lame and, you know. Shoe- out of my comic book. When books. it's shoehorned in as like, this is popular. So, yeah. I had an issue about MTV. <laughs> That's even worse. It is. So you can do all those things. You can holler at us any way you choose. And thanks for listening because I'm pretty sure you guys are the best. I know you're the best. We'll see you next time. I'm Kevin. I'm Dustin. Comic bastards all day. Original. We have to talk about our son. It's the drugs, the drinking, staying out all hours of the night. Oh, I'll tell you what's wrong with our son, Meredith. It's the comic books. It's the goddamn comic books. He's a comic bastard. (laughs) 